Hey, everybody, this is Alan Fine. I'm here today with Harry Summer, president and CEO of Norwegian Cruise Line. We're going to do sort of a news roundup since we've last seen each other uh, in Las Vegas, that, that cruise port in the desert. Uh, reason being that there was a good reason for being there, right? And we're going to talk about uh, a new godmother, the ships uh, that have been launched, the ports that are being planned, and the art that's being sold, all here on Insider Travel Report. Harry, thanks for talking to us. Alan, it's, uh, it's so great to be here, and it's great seeing you again, albeit on Zoom, but it's still great seeing you again. No, I know. It's funny because like, we're, we're standing next to each other. Can we do this now? No, we don't have time. We'll have to do Zoom. <laughs> That's the new, well, the well, new they, now. They, they, they kept both of us busy that week. <laughs> well, let, let's tell everybody about that week. So I get an invitation. Uh, a cruise line wants me to go to the desert. What is this about? Something well, about you know, it. For, for a couple of minutes, we were thinking about making Las Vegas a new cruise port, but then we did a little bit of math and the ship doesn't fit there. Uh, um, you know, instead, we, we wanted to use this as an opportunity to sort of showcase a little bit about our new brand new Norwegian Prima that's going to be coming at the uh, at the end of July. So, you know, t- two things we did there. Uh, first off, we announced our new godmother, Katy Perry. I got to tell you, it, it was spectacular. We uh, we got to meet her in person. We had a little uh, uh, meet and greet in that uh I think it was the Kitty Cat Lounge and the Resorts World. Maybe I got yeah, that yeah. wrong, but it super, was a little, super, little speakeasy. And, uh, yes, you know, it was very, very private. Like, right, hidden behind a door that you had to go through, and uh, and there she was. Uh, my God, such a super nice person in uh, in person. You know, I've, I've met a few celebrities in my time, but but Katie absolutely was fantastic. Uh, really, really has dived into a role as godmother. A, a huge fan of cruising. And of course, a huge fan of NCL. That was super nice. Then we got to like near front row seats to her show afterwards. What what a high energy experience that was. I uh, I was blown away. Now, I'm a fan, but I'm a bigger fan now after the show. Right, right, right. But so we got to hear a little bit about Prima. So let's do that now. Uh, sure. You were talking about the, the, the differences and what, what things to look for on this ship. Sure. Well, well, I just let me just finish up the Vegas part and then I'll go into okay. the rest. All right, all right. So the second thing we went we talked about when we were in Vegas was some of the food offerings. And we had an opportunity oh. to eat in uh, in, in Scarpetta uh, okay. uh, in Vegas, you know, beautiful views of the strip. Uh, and uh, that that is the. Person so you did bring the, the ship chain. to us. Right. Uh, uh, yes, that was the restaurant chain that we've partnered with to have our Anda Italian upscale Italian restaurant that's going to be on Prima. She's on a few of our ships. Uh, but she'll be on Prima. But we've done a lot of things in the dining space that we're very proud of. We have a new upscale uh, uh, Mediterranean seafood restaurant, Palomar. We have a new uh, Japanese, uh, China, you know, Asian food-inspired uh, menu. We have a new a new teppanyaki restaurant. We have a new sushi restaurant. Uh, and super excited about our indulged food hall. Best I can tell, this is a first in the cruise industry, an upscale food hall with, with, with I think, 11 different uh, food options everywhere from, you know, Indian and uh, a barbecue, you know, rotisserie chicken uh, to desserts and salads, you know, anything a person at, could, could want. All, all, all free, all complimentary, included in the uh, in the cruise fair. I think uh, it, I think it's going to be one of the most popular spaces on the ship. It's on deck eight, which has a huge outdoor area. We have forty thousand square feet of outdoor space, 
all around deck eight. It's completely surrounded by outdoor deck. Uh, we, we, uh, we obviously, we have a place to eat right next to the indulged food hall. We also have a couple of infinity pools that go right up to the edge of the ship on both sides, port and starboard of the ship that are going to be super spectacular. We have a sculpture garden. We have a glass walkway. Uh, the whole thing is just going to be an amazing experience for our guests. And what about Haven? I know that's been expanded. You know, you took the words out of my mouth. That was the next. Well, I was trying there. to get in there because I, if I, you were yeah, on. I, I just, I just keep talking, Alan. Otherwise, uh, uh, so we have a new Haven concept. Well, so we've had Haven now all of our ships from the Jewel class forward. So I think that's eleven of our ships have Haven, but we're now doing it in a much more expansive fashion on the Prima class ships. So the the Haven cabins go up the back seven or eight decks of the ship. Uh, it's in the back of the ship, which allows us to have a much larger haven section. We have a bigger restaurant. We have a bigger lounge. We have an outdoor swimming area with an infinity pool looking over the back of the ship. There's a spa area and 107 suites of all different configurations. Uh, uh, it's going to be a simply spectacular experience. For those of your listeners who aren't familiar with Haven, it's sort of our upscale ship within a ship, key card access only part of the ship where everyone gets concierge and butler service. Uh, and, and they, it's really, it, it is the equivalent of a luxury cruise experience with all the amenities of a contemporary ship uh, because people are free to leave Haven and enjoy all the other restaurants that I just mentioned. Uh, the, the huge, huge, huge go-kart track that we have on the top deck, three stories. I saw it in person when I was in Italy about a month ago. It is spectacular. We have the world's first dry slides that go 10 uh, stories down off the side of the ship from deck 18 to deck eight. More, more, more G-force than a Formula One uh, sports car. I'm not sure I'm going to do it, but I think for our younger listeners, it's going to be really something special. Wait, so I just want to go back. On the, uh, on the Haven, though, you, you've always had it, but it, it always seemed like the, the lounge was separate, but now it's completely uh, its own area, correct? It's been yeah. designed with that in mind? It's its, it's, its own area and with uh, outdoor uh, sea views throughout the areas. Uh, I think the guests are going to find it really special. And, you right. know, our, our group CEO, Frank Del Rio, is known for his fine art and design uh, talents, you know, that he's owned through his many years at Oceana Cruises and Regent. And he's definitely used that to good avail uh, on Prima. So I think one of the things that's going to stand out is I think we have over a $6 million art budget for the ship. It, it's, it, it is going to be like nothing our guests have seen before. Now, our existing ships are beautiful too, but this takes it up even one step further. Which, which is what you need, which is your job. You always have to. Yeah, do we're right. going to keep on elevating. And I'll tell you, you know, lots of other things. You know, we're introducing a sustainable bar concept, uh, you know, on board the ship where we're going to have sustainable, uh, sustainable based drinks which I think is going to be super cool for our, uh, uh, for our guests. Uh, we also uh, bring back our Galaxy Pavilion, uh, but in a much bigger way, a bigger Galaxy Pavilion that has virtual uh, and, and real indoor rides that I think our guests are going to find super exciting. You, it will be impossible uh, to be bored on this ship. We have a three-story glass atrium, uh, you know, spanning deck six, seven, and eight. You know, we, of course, we've extended our partnership with Starbucks. We have two Starbucks on this ship. Uh, for our guests that need their coffee fix. We have a world's first for a cruise ship. It's a theater that looks like a regular theater, but when the shows are over, the seats retract, which allows us to turn the theater into, you know, after like a nightly show, like we have Donna Summers 
uh, as one of our shows, uh, her life story. And afterwards, we're going to turn it into a disco with a ball and everything floating around that people can dance. And unlike a typical cruise ship theater that maybe only is used two or three hours a day, we are going to be using this, this uh, theater from 10 in the morning till three in the morning. So during practically all waking hours, we're going to do some game shows during the day, which I think our guests are going to find uh, uh, fun, you know, more than your, uh, not, not like your grandparents cruise with bingo, you know, real life, exciting game shows where our guests get to be contestants. Uh, again, it will be impossible to be bored on this ship. Well, but also I want to say for our travel advisors watching, it, it's a it's a ship that's built really for the multi-generation traveler and when with the whole party there's something for everyone if someone doesn't want all that excitement i mean you have the observation you have the atrium you have places uh where, where you can find your niche so it's really something for everybody and so it's not a hard sell for a travel advisor yeah well 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 said alan and 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 you know it is the best book ship in the history of NCL, you know, when we first put her on sale, she sold more in the first two days than we'd ever see, sold on a ship, even in its first full week. And she continues to be amazingly well booked. And we put her on some really cool itineraries. You know, she's starting uh, uh, in her summer run. She only does one this year when she's delivered. But then next summer, again, she comes back to do cruises between Southampton and Reykjavik. That, that visit some beautiful fjords in Norway, uh, visit uh, a, a few different ports in, uh, in Iceland. I, I think these are part, these are like bucket list places that a lot of guests wouldn't normally go to on their travels, but places that it's, uh, ships are the ideal place to get to. Uh, right. And I think people will enjoy the ease of starting in and out of a port near London, but also seeing these beautiful places in Norway and Iceland. Well, let's step back at a bigger picture. The ships and service ships coming back online, are they all back yet? Or when? what date will that be actually? So we are, we are thrilled that we have 15 of our 17 ships in operation today. So today, 15 of our 17 ships are done in their normal itineraries all over the world. There's not a place that we aren't visiting that we would normally be in April. Uh, uh, and two ships left. And I'm thrilled. These last two ships are coming online both the first week of May. So I'm not sure when this is airing, but from when we're talking today, it's only two weeks we away. We will beat that date. Okay. Uh, uh, um, so by May 7, all 17 ships, I believe, were the first major cruise line to have all of its ships in the water. Haven't fact-checked that, but I, so I hope it to be true. All right. Well, uh, um, until we fact-check We're going to have a big party uh, right here in, uh, in NCL's Miami campus on May 9 to, uh, to, to, celebrate, uh, to celebrate that achievement. We're super excited. You know, the, the ship's aren't quite full yet, but we're ramping up uh, We're ramping up demand. We've had voyages that have been full, which is really, really nice to see. Guest satisfaction scores continue at record levels, even as we're ramping up occupancy. And future bookings look good. I mean, we, we have weeks now where we are booking more than we did in the same week in um, 2019, which mm. was the last you know real comp that we have. So we, we, we are thrilled to see uh, guest demand coming back. You know, I, we're also thrilled to see the, the government authorities recognizing cruising as the safest vacation in the world. Right. And, and, you know, when the CDC removed its travel warning for cruising about a month or so ago, it was their recognition that you are safer on a cruise ship than you are on an airplane. You're safer on a cruise ship than you are in any Mexican or Caribbean resort in any place in Europe, because 100 percent of our guests 12 and over are vaccinated. Everyone's tested before coming on board the ship. We, we have 
hospital-grade filtration. We have air purification systems. Uh, the, the, all of our crew, as they become eligible, are boosted even, not just vaccinated. So we are committed. We're committed to delivering a safe vacation, and it shows. The guests come on board, and it's like it's 2019 again, which is what we like, but better but better as we continue to elevate the product. Yeah, so we've already had the obligatory COVID moment. Uh, and so it yeah, no more. We don't mention that word. Right. So, but basically there is the proof of vaccination and uh, masks optional now. What is the latest on yeah, that? Matt, there are some places in the world, uh, like some places in Europe that still require masks, but other than those uh, a few places, everywhere else masks are optional. Our crew continues to wear masks because we, we think that's the safest approach uh, uh, forward. Right. Uh, um, but, but for the rest of the guest crew, and I'll tell you, you know, although it's optional, we see very few guests wearing masks. I think people are comfortable with the safety protocols on board the ship, uh, and we're happy to see that. I noticed in the news, you uh, Pride of America and Hawaii. Well, so we were thrilled. That was the, the last ship that we stood up, or the most recent ship, I should say, that we stood up was the Pride of America and Hawaii. I think it was on, on April 9th, so she's actually now on her uh, on her second cruise. Uh, uh, we're really excited uh, um, and everything's going really well. You know, that is a uh, uh, that's a unique for NCL. We're the only cruise line that operates in Hawaii 52 weeks a year, seven night cruises. We visit four islands, overnights in two. It is it is it's it's a super it is our highest rated uh, uh, product in our fleet and so much easier to see Hawaii by ship is the distances are pretty close, but you only have to get on the airplane once to go there and once back as opposed to doing these small uh, inner island hopper jets. uh, And our guests absolutely love it. You know, we're also pleased, you know, I'm, uh, I'm going to be traveling this week to, uh, uh, to Seattle to kick off the industry's Alaska season. So the NCL bliss, the Norwegian bliss is going to be the first ship to go to Alaska. We have our record breaking deployment this year. We got five ships, Going up to Alaska, Norwegian Bliss starts the season on April 23rd. So I'm going to be there on Saturday to welcome our guests and some uh, some members of the press to uh, to talk about Norwegian's deployment. And I, uh, I I couldn't be happier. We are we are the the second largest uh, uh, cruise ship in Alaska. Uh, I think which might surprise some people. And we have a really really great program. Go ahead, Alan. You want to say something? Yes, I, I want to say I was privileged enough to be with you at Icy Strait Point when you when you started that, when you christened that port, I guess. And, uh, but, but you have a new one coming up. Right. So, so we have a, we have Icy Strait Point is new. Uh, Ward Cove is new. And we're currently working on a couple of other places. We're working on building out our own pier facility in Juneau. So it, it's near where the other uh, pier facilities are, but it's a little bit north of town. Uh, I mean, not, not really. I wouldn't call it north of town. It's north. It's like one block north of downtown. I don't want to give your listeners the impression that it's far away. It's one block north of downtown. But that allows much easier access to Mendenhall Glacier because you don't have to drive through the downtown area to get there. So when I was there uh, on the cruise that we were both on, I visited our new port facility. It's currently a, uh, a, a an undeveloped uh, piece of land. Again, one block north of downtown, but simply, you know, great facility we're going to have there. It's going to be great. So we're just working on the final approvals. And the other thing that we announced is we're working to develop a new port facility in uh, in Whittier for our um, our one way cruises between uh, Vancouver and Whittier. Uh, uh, it's probably a couple of years away, uh, um, but we think that's going to be but super exciting. Is, is that's that- a much easier place to get to than Seward. It's much closer to Alaska. So you save about an hour of drive time going in and out of Whittier versus going in and out of Seward. 
But the point is, is that you're making this investment in the area. That it's it's oh, a big yeah. push forward, and, and that's what I want the travel advisors to, to understand. Yeah. No, absolutely, as, as I mentioned before, uh, we are the number two largest uh, seller of Alaska cruises in the world, number two brand. Uh, um, so this is an important area, and you know that it's really important also for us that we do this in a sustainable way, and that we're partnering in every possible uh, area that we're there with local partners. You know, a, a lot of times, you know, the the indigenous. Alaskan uh, native population, uh, because, you know, we're committed to doing things that are great for our guests and great for the communities that we visit. Well, so your partner is the, the, the Huna Totem Corporation, and it seems like you're doing a lot of good work with them. Yes. And I'll be seeing them on Saturday. They're good people. They're really good people. So the ships are decorated. There's beautiful art, but you've taken a, a, a deeper plunge. Let's talk about the auction and what that means. Sure. So, so, you know, this, this NFT phase is, uh, is real. You know, I'm going to be honest, Alan, you know, I, I didn't know what an NFT was. And I, I got down to Art Basel here in Miami a, a few months ago when it was in town. And they, they had this whole section on NFTs and they actually explained to you what it was. You know, that's how new it was. I don't think anyone knew what an NFT was. And we said, we can do this. Our guests, you know, our guests are cool. Guests are cool. They're, they're leading edge. Our guests would like this. And we, we decided to start small. I think we put like five or six pieces out there. Uh, um, uh, all, all proceeds to charity. This is not a way for NCL to make additional money. This is a way for us to continue to engage with our guests and be on the leading edge with, with technology and other trends that are out there. So we put them up for sale. Uh, the five went for sale. One was auction. And the five we put for sale uh, sold out in like 20 minutes. It was amazing. Uh, well exceeded our expectations. Uh, we think there's more to do that, you know, especially around uh, continuing around Prima. You know, it's a brand new class of ship. You know, and, and while we launch new ships every year or so it seems, we only launch new classes of ships every eight to 10 years. So th this new class of ship is, is super important for us and really represents the future of NCL, you know, with all these options and the upscale nature. So we're, we're going to lean in a little bit more. Uh, you know, we also do some, some super cool music charters uh, uh, through our um, six-man subsidiary, uh, where we do things with, with Kesha and, and Kiss and uh, a whole bunch of other performers. We do about 20 of those a year and they have some really super passionate fans. I was just on a Beach Boys cruise with them uh, um, about, uh, I think it was like three, four weeks ago with my wife. And, and, and I, I couldn't imagine for, for a group that's been in the business now for the better part of 60 years, they still have it. So let's talk for the, let's, let's start to wrap up and, and really help the travel advisors know uh, what's going on. Do you have any promotions for them that they should be aware about? Aware of? No. Listen, so our main promotion continues as it has been for a while. You know, we, we right now have 35% off and guests that book get five wonderful amenities for free. They get a free drinks package, free specialty dining package, free Wi-Fi, free shore excursions. And on many success. voyages, kids are free. Uh, and we have a new promotion where we have two for one air. So you buy air for guest one, air on guest two is, uh, uh, is included. And we're running 50% off deposits. So we, we think the combination of those messaging, you know, it, it provides a great value for our guests, but also a great onboard experience. You know, we, we found the guests that come on board and, and, and have a drinks package and a dining package and a short excursion package, they just have a much better time. You know, so they, they actually enjoy the amenities as opposed to buying an inside cabin and, 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 you know, watching TV. You don't need to come on a cruise ship to go on an inside cabin and watch TV. If you're going to come on a cruise ship, you should come and enjoy the amenities the ship offered. And I think that's one of the reasons 
that we have the highest guest satisfactions we ever had in the history of the, uh, of the company. You know, I'm really super pleased with the comeback of the trade community. You know, I'll say that it was a little challenging, uh, you know, during the pandemic for all the obvious reasons. No one did anything wrong. It was just a very challenging atmosphere, especially for travel agencies that relied heavily on crews. But I, I was pleased, you know, March 31st was a record trade booking day. It was the highest trade booking day we've had. Uh, um, um, wow, you know, congratulations. Since, um, uh, yeah, yeah, since the pandemic started. And this month, April, is the highest share of trade bookings since the pandemic started. So we really are seeing the trade to come back in a meaningful way. You know, I know a lot of other cruise lines talk about leaning into direct. We don't lean into direct. We rely very, very heavily on the trade community. And it's really great to see both the trade bookings and trade shares skyrocket over these last 60 days. We are doing everything in our power with uh, collateral, training, marketing support, uh, 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 overrides for our bigger partners. We're doing everything. You know, we work very closely with the consortia to do, to do marketing programs that can cover uh, a, a lot of perhaps the smaller agencies that are part of consortia. Uh, and we're really seeing this huge uptake, especially for agencies that, that, uh, that lean into service. You know, this isn't a simple product. You know, it's not a product that people come on websites and book with three clicks. It's a product where that you do, if you develop a relationship with your consumer, you do very, very well and, well, and, can, and can provide the guests with a great uh, recommendation on what to book. That was almost like a message to travel advisors. But I mean, do you have an overriding uh, thing you want to tell them while we have 100,000 travel advisors listening in? Yeah, Alan, you know, travel advisors are super important. And, you know, I, I think I have a unique perspective in the industry as I owned a travel agency for seven years before coming to work uh, uh, at the NCL fa family of companies. So I, I understand the challenges. I understand the opportunities. And I'll, I'll tell you, the travel advisors that, 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 that focus on a small subset of products that become experts in cruise, that understand the fantastic value that cruises represent, they do well. They, they have not been hurt by COVID. Uh, uh, the, the ones that really double down on knowledge, expertise, service, and providing personalized service are seeing record booking levels now. And those are the partners that we want to partner with. Those are the travel agencies that we want to partner with to win together. Harry, thank you for talking to us. Alan, it's always great catching up. Thank you for having me on. And this is Alan Fine for Insider Travel. Insider Travel.